Before we begin, remember we are not medical professionals or lawyers or the like. We just like to tell people what they should do in their life. Also, we're drinking a lot. So take everything we say with a grain of salt and a lime wedge and a shot of tequila. Howdy. Hi. How's it going? Well, it's going. Yeah? Oh, like it's going. Yeah? What's new? Anything? Oh, um, let me think. My brother's here visiting me. Oh, nice. Yeah. I saw those pictures on Facebook, actually. Yeah. So, Porthos staring at me. Um, what else? I see that. Uh, that's it. Okay. That's it. It's very Fair boring. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a lot either. Yeah. Like, what? What's new with me? Nothing. How's your glow up thingy doing? It's going great. Is it? Um, I feel particularly glowed up today. Actually, uh-huh. I like went out for brunch earlier and I was like all cute and felt really good about myself. Um, I've lost like six pounds in the last two weeks from it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I've lost like two inches off my waist. Uh-huh. I ran 10 and a half miles last week. Woof. Over four mi- or over four runs. Um, I got my eyebrows done and I love them. <laughs> um, I started flossing. What what? I'm oh, so bad at flossing. Your teeth? Your f- yes. Okay. What what else? What, what I don't else? know. You floss your eyebrows, I guess. Oh right? yeah, you can do that. There is like threading. <clears throat> threading. Threading. Yes. That's what I'm thinking. Which yeah. I've actually thought about doing before too. Um, mm-hmm. but I just did wax. And yeah. um what else, man? Uh, yeah, you should you should floss your teeth. I'm bad about it, so I have it on my list, so I make myself do it every day. Um, I started listening to this great podcast called Oh, that was that I was going to tell you about that. There's some I've got two podcasts I wanted to tell you about. These are not related to us at all, but you should all listen to them because they're so good. So the first one is called Unfuck Your Brain. Okay. And um, let me just let me find it and read you the description. It's so good. I've only listened to like an episode and a half of it. Um, Unfuck Your Brain podcast by Kara or Kara. I don't know how you say her last name. Uh, Lowenthal, maybe that's probably pretty close, but okay. It says, Unfuck Your Brain is the podcast for high achieving feminist women who struggle with anxiety, self doubt, and imposter syndrome. Um, if you know you've accomplished a lot professionally, but still secretly feel like you're unqualified, if you want to feel confident, but you worry about what everyone else thinks about you, if you want to succeed, but fear of failure, this podcast is for you. In this, in each episode, Master Certified Confidence Coach Carol. Lowenthal, JD, <laughs> will teach you how to overcome social conditioning and your own self-critical thoughts so that you can reduce your anxiety and insecurity, boost your self-confidence, and get what you want in life. So I've listened to an episode and a half of this. Like it sounds pretty self-helpy and like, but like it's really about like the psychology um mm-hmm. that and how to get past it. So it's a lot of like what my therapist has been talking to me about, like look, mm. recognizing your emotions and your thoughts and recognize that when you're like, well, I feel like this actually recognizing that a lot of time that is actually a thought you've assigned to that feeling, mm. but it's not the actual feeling. And she said something about imposter syndrome that just like blew my mind because 
I think so much, especially in the past five or 10 years, you hear so much about people being like, don't tell my daughter she's pretty. Tell her she's smart. Don't focus on her looks. She's so much more than that, which is true. But then she made the point that when you're told repeatedly, look how smart you are. Look how much you've accomplished. Look at what you're doing. It makes it then come off that your value isn't necessarily your looks, which we don't want, but it's also, but your value is based on how intelligent you are and how much you achieve. And you're not learning that your value, you have inherent value is just being a person. And so, especially for women, when you're also getting society ideas that, you know, we should be quiet. We shouldn't speak up. We shouldn't be assertive when you're getting as little space as possible. Yeah. So when we're getting these two messages, like you're so smart and look at everything and you gain your, your accomplishments are through your brain, but you're also getting these that can lead to imposter syndrome, like at a minimum. Mm -hmm. And I was like, like running, listening to it. I was like, holy shit. Like (laughs) it's because like that idea that like, don't talk about how pretty someone is because that doesn't matter. Like talk about their how smart they are, but that can be harmful too. Like if you you if you don't do it right, and you can you can cause other issues. Like I was talking to my friend, and she was like, "Yeah, we are actually she's pregnant right now and hoping and planning on having a little girl." Or like that's what the test said is little. Girl. <laughs> and <laughs> she's planning she on having no, a little girl. If it's a yeah, little has, boy, that's it. Ow. She has no control over that. Let's be honest, <laughs> but um. She was like, yeah, we want to, like, that's something that she's been working on personally is a lot of the stuff here. And she's like, my hope is to raise her, like, just to recognize her intrinsic value and not this. And rather than saying things like, I'm so proud of you, focus on the self-worth. Like, you must be so proud of yourself mm, kind of thing mm. and messaging like that for her do- her little daughter. So, but yeah, that blew my mind when I heard it. And I've only listened to an episode and a half. And that's like one thing that I was like, holy <laughs> shit. And then the other podcast, which you will love, is called My Best Friend's Journal. Uh And it is two gay men in New York. I think they're in New York. Well, they're all over the East Coast, but um, I think they're in New York now. And one of them, like five years ago, his mom got him a journal. I think probably like I bought myself recently, like a a one line a day journal. And when they're reading it, it sounds similar to that Mm -hmm. because it's a five year journal. And... They're fucking reading it on the broadcast <laughs> and then like talking about it. And it's hilarious. Like, I mean, some of it's fairly mundane, but then they like start telling like stories and they're like super open about everything or he is that, you know, and um, man, it's hilarious. I was like cleaning the kitchen and listening to it the other day and I kept laughing and Chase was like, what are you laughing? What are you listening to? <laughs> like, it's hilarious and um so like they're both performers so he has uh worked in various theaters i i'm assuming i think he's worked on broadway he also worked for like a cruise line as like onboard entertainment and so they're talking about that right now yeah that's it i've been spending quite a bit of money lately like going through water like it's fucking water uh (laughs) specifically on christmas decorations and shit so I did put a few things up, mostly <laughs> just pine tree themed stuff, which oh, I yeah. would argue is also winter themed and not just Christmas, but Chase hates it. The other day he's like, you're turning into a 90 year old woman. You're putting up Christmas decorations before it's even Thanksgiving. Did you think I wouldn't notice in my own house? 
Chase also hates Christmas, so. Oh. It's a tough season for some people. Mm-hmm. For many people. I understand that. Yeah. Um. What else? Oh, what are you drinking? I am drinking a christmas thing drink. Yeah. Because even though this will come out on Thanksgiving, this will be the cocktail recipe I'll put up for our Patreon subscribers. It is called a poinsettia. Somebody on Facebook posted it, and I told her I was going to drink it on my podcast next, so she's very excited. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just ate a piece of candied ginger, and it's, like, stuck in my mouth and my teeth. Um, Go get that floss. I, and just for this podcast, so I could take a picture of it and post it and put it on uh, our TikTok, I bought fucking cocktail glitter dust off Amazon for oh this one drink. Can you I'm see sure it if I pull up things. to this? Look it. You can see it a little. Look. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm, um. I'm sure you'll find other things to use for it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like vanilla vodka and pomegranate juice and champagne. Ooh, so it's a really good Christmas drink. It's pretty darn delicious. If I do say so myself. It is. It really is. It has a little bit of ginger beer in it too, but honestly, I think that you could probably skip that. And I had a cocktail the other day that used ginger beer and it used like one ounce of it and I had a whole bottle of ginger beer left. Mm -hmm. So I just put plaster wrap over it and (laughs) I used it here, even though it was flat, because I was like, I'm putting champagne in it. It doesn't matter if it has bubbles or not. Don't waste the the ginger beer. Mm -hmm. So... Um, what are you drinking? I am drinking Pothic, my wine of choice. My yeah, choice we do of need wine. them to sponsor us, man. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm sponsoring them. If I was like to say, <laughs> if only so that you don't have to buy it so much. Like if they'll send, like if they sponsor us by sending us some, like you can just have it all. <laughs> well, I'm excited about um, our guest today. Me too. She's my bestie. She's one of my besties. Yay. And she's going to talk to us about traveling for the Thanksgiving break because she's a traveler. She travels a lot. Does she? I love yeah. that. She goes a I lot. Of, she her. does a lot of international travel. She's from Spain, right? Yeah. She's got dual citizenship. So okay. she's Hell yeah. Spanish so and American. Cool. And so cool. yeah. And so she's just, she has family in Spain and she grew up here in America and then spent time in Switzerland. and Hell Yeah. And came back here and got her college degree eventually. But she's a joy. She's just a joy. And she's very excited. Yeah. Do you want to have her for all three then? Yeah, let's do that. You want to do that? Okay, cool. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Let me send her the... I'm going to... Where am I? Blah, blah, blah. There she is. Hi. Welcome. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I'm wearing my dorky headset. <laughs> Hi, Kimberly. Cheers. Hello. Cheers. 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 Oh, I like your <laughs> cup, your mug. It's actually a gravy pourer. I love it even more now. You put gravy in there, but the reason I thought it was a good idea is because it has these little indentations for your fingers. Okay. So I won't like lose my drink. Fair enough. On the computer. Yes. 
I'm very was- accidentally prone already. So <laughs> accidentally prone, not on purpose. Prone. Yes. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, hi. I'm working all my Mad Lib entries in preparation of the holidays, okay? <laughs> Adjectives, nouns. Do you do Mad Libs for the holidays? Yeah, I used to, yeah. I love that. I mean, that. I'm not going anywhere this year, so maybe Jennifer will bring one over. <laughs> yes. But it's a good... I think I probably have one somewhere. <laughs> if not, I know where to get some, so... How are you... So I was thinking today, Kimberly, oh, not because I'm the host, but I'm just going to put it out there. I was thinking today, when did Jennifer and I go to that crazy St. Patrick's Chicago weekend as two Midwest girls got on? Did we drive? You drove. No, I think we took the train. train? We We took took the the train. train. Yeah. Yeah. Man, were we, I was like 21, I think. I was (gasps) 21. I don't think it was when I was 22. I think I was 21. Oh, that's so, horrible. We got that wasted when you just turned 21. Oh, I'm such a bad older <laughs> adult. Woman. I just remember, I think you guys went back to my apartment before I did. Yes. And I remember waking up hearing you say, where's Kim? Did she come back last night? <laughs> and Jennifer was like, she's right here. <laughs> yeah, and I lost that leather jacket and I had to go like hunting for it the next day. Oh, yeah. That sounds, that sounds oh, yeah. like a good... I haven't had one of those nights in forever, you know, when it's like you lose something or somebody or you end up sleeping in somebody's closet in their (laughs) studio apartment. (laughs) I swear that was like, that was pre Airbnb, Kimberly. So imagine what you could have done with that closet space. Right. There was quite a bit of closet space. It was narrow closet space, but there was a lot in that apartment. Yeah. No, it was a big studio. Yeah. Oh my mm. gosh. You all, are, you all are funny. I just remember <laughs> Jennifer buying, I convinced you to buy new shoes at Nordstrom Rack. Because <laughs> yeah. that's when I was like trying to be your fashion mentor. Now you dress better than I do at work. But, um, but yeah, and your straps broke. And they you're like, I wouldn't stay on my feet. Oh, your new shoes? Yeah, my yeah, new, shoes new shoes. Oh, and no. And you're like, you're like, I'm just going to use this plastic bag to make new new straps. And I was like, that was, that was like the first inkling of Shagiver. Like, what year was that? Sorry, Kimberly, what year was okay. that? Okay, I think it was 13 years ago now. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say 2013. I'm like, okay. Well, I don't know. I didn't know you as a no, child. No, I think maybe so. 2008 or 2009. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because so. I started dating Chase in 2010. So, yeah. So I anyway, Shagiver made an appearance in Chicago <laughs> in 20, 2008. I, didn't, I don't think I even awesome. said anything. I just sat down on the ground and started pulling apart the yep. the bag. Wait, yeah. I think I do remember something like that. <laughs> she was not going to let it ruin St. Patty's trip to Chicago. So I, I think I still have those shoes somewhere. Or maybe I finally oh threw my them gosh. out. All right. That's hilarious. And then, and then the other thing I was thinking about today is like, are we like a three generation podcast tonight? Because Kimberly, are you still in your thirties? I am. Jennifer's in her. Oh 40s. no, I just outed, you know, I'm outing myself. I, so. Yeah. 
you're in your 40s. Probably and I'm, all of us. All of us. <laughs> and I'm in my 50s. So that's cool. You should do it like yeah. next add-on. But and you, got, you got Michelle in the back there. Oh, yeah. Let's so she's got to be in her 80s now, wherever mm-hmm. she's floating, wherever mm-hmm. people go after. They're not yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Michelle is the person, was, is Sophie's owner who passed away yes okay the little kitty cat yeah the, the yeah three kitty cat. oh yeah you should give that context that sophie the cat that jennifer sometimes is cat sitting while we're doing this podcast is mm-hmm. anna's cat yes yeah. well yeah it's it's the cat belongs to the universe she just lives in one of my rooms vacations at my house yes no <laughs> she because you know she has a trust fund so she can go she can go to another part and stay at the airbnb and take her assistant the dog with her <laughs> the dog doesn't have a trust fund but the cat does so Hey everyone, it's Kim. I just wanted to tell you about my favorite straws that I use almost every single time I'm drinking. They're Surfside Sips and they are made out of glass. So they are reusable. I don't have to worry about throwing extra plastic into the garbage and into the water system. They're made with the same type of glass that's used to make Pyrex. So they're really durable and I can throw them in my dishwasher to wash them. They're great. My personal favorite is the straw Hulu, straw Thulu. I still haven't learned how to say it, but whatever. It looks like an octopus tentacle coming out of my drink. It is so cool. They have lots of customization options, so you can add things like a little ladybug or a gecko or even a pride flag for pride month coming up. So it's really cool. They're family owned. They ship sustainably and they're just a really cool company to support. So if you want to check them out, you can find them at surfsidesips.com. And if you use our coupon code, inebriated input, all one word, you'll get 20% off your order. Anna, tell us a little bit about yourself and your foray. Is this your first foray into podcasting? Yeah, I think so. Well, except for except for like photo or podcast bombing another podcast that goes on in this house. So, oh, there's another podcast that happens in your house. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not recently, but during oh, okay. COVID, it's basically you know three men Got it. that just talk. So they never they never published it. So there's like they don't, I don't know casting I don't, part of the pod. Yeah, I'm not really sure what's going on. I have enough stuff to worry about. So <laughs> isn't it funny how we choose to worry about certain things and not others? And that's one of those that I've I've unwrapped myself from. Um so hello, listeners. This is Anna Marie. But you know what? What's my new thing? My new um, ordering food name is Maria. Hmm. Because I decided it's very easy to pronounce. And, you know, it's because I get Anna, Hannah, Dana, Diana. Oh, okay. So so now I'm trying out Maria, but half the time I forget. That's my, my name. So. <laughs> Maria, 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 Maria here. And then I'm like, "Wow, where the hell's Maria?" And I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so, but I, I, I was very good about it today. So, um, so I'm Anna, 
And um, I'm a friend of Jennifer's. Mm-hmm. And so we've we've known each other for quite a few years. Not as many as Kimberly and Jennifer have known each but other. At but at least 13, we've established that. Yeah. I've known, let me... Let me say this. I've known Jennifer the whole, my whole life in Michigan. (laughs) So it's kind of like you, like, so we work together in that sense. We grew up together (laughs) in that work environment, unfortunately. Um, But anyways, so the reason I think I'm on this podcast is that sometimes I make Jennifer laugh and sometimes we have (laughs) great conversations and I've met you, Kimberly, Uh, on a crazy weekend many, many (laughs) years ago. So I'm really excited to be here and I do listen to your podcast every once in a while. And my favorite one, of course, is the squats (laughs) explanation, which I will never, I will never let Jennifer live down, but I do. That was so good. That one was good, but I, I have to let you know that. So I quit smoking last year and the squats, is my like stress reliever whenever I feel like I, which isn't very often, which is very strange. But every time I do one, I just start cracking up at the thought <laughs> of you, like Kimberly's voice going squats. <laughs> the, the word, the, the word, that the exercise word. that, uh, that you, you, you pretend, pretend to sit, sit down. and then you don't actually sit down. Squats? <laughs> squats. <laughs> so, but anyways, I'm here today to share some conversation about traveling home and yeah. traveling and just in general the holidays. Yeah. And so it is one of my favorite subjects because um, I just think people put themselves through way too much. So, mm-hmm. so that's it. Yeah. I so didn't I re- make any good holiday travel questions, but we can definitely mm-hmm. like talk about it. I did find one good travel question I thought that I was like, yes. Yes. So um, perfect. Yay! <laughs> so, anyways, I guess I should give my disclaimer. I do, I know I'm not a world traveler, as some people say to me, which is a, which is not quite it. But I do travel. My I have family mostly that lives not in this country, so I do travel a lot in there. And so, so I thought it would be an interesting thing. And as somebody who's lived far from her family for many, many years, I think it's also a good time to talk about about that. Perfect. Yeah. Well, you've been to India and, right? You were in India. Indonesia. Indonesia, sorry. Yes. (laughs) Indonesia. (laughs) Right. That's a big one. And much of Europe. So So it's like I went from much of America, too. Yeah, America. Part of the, there's a big canyon between the edge of Europe and like, Indonesia like that whole expanse is still there but <laughs> but you know I travel every day Not a little canyon I'm sorry I was like trying to place this canyon and then I was like wait a minute no. oh the canyon the canyon the big expanse canyon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it's usually what happened people started stop at a certain point and then they go all the way to the other side but but anyways so that's my experience and awesome. uh yeah, let's see what happens. And the two of you being from the same neighborhood, it's it's interesting to hear different perspectives about what the holiday looks like. Yeah. And our responsibilities. Yeah. But our holiday travel was generally generally just to my Aunt Marlene's mm-hmm. house, or, which was a 45-minute drive. That was exciting. 
I'm coming to Michigan this year, but not for Christmas. Um, I'm coming a week beforehand. Oh, mm-hmm. now see, yeah, I think that's the new way to do it. I like, mm-hmm. I really, I thought about it. I was planning on it, but Chase mm-hmm. would like want to come because it's also my birthday. So he would want to come too. Oh. And, and Denver's been having some serious like backups in like security and stuff like that. And we were just like, let's just, I think I'm like coming like the 16th, like the 21st or something like that. So I don't have to be there, like deal with the, oh man, I've done the like flying out on Christmas Eve Mm. stuff before and it's hell, frankly. So I'm avoiding that. (laughs) But that's very smart to like set your, your, you know, your own timeline too. Like I think the week before is awesome. Yeah. Because everybody's all revved up, but you're like, oh, everybody's coming to see see you next week. So they don't have to come today, you know? Right, right. <laughs> you know, we'll just see them at such and such an event or something. So, right, right. Oh my gosh. Um, so, okay, before we dive in, Anna, what Ooh. are you drinking? Are you drinking booze or are you drinking not booze? I have three drinks, as I was explaining to Jennifer. No, but they're not. Only this has alcohol. That's fine. Water. Responsible. And my ever-present cup of coffee. Wonderful. And then in my gravy boat. I just love it so much. Made by the local Potter Guild. It's beautiful. um, Is uh, wine and some, like a wine spritzer, because... Because I just don't want to get too much okay. over the top. Because, you know, I'm an old lady <laughs> and anything, anything gets me going. Plus, I was I was up really early this morning to take somebody to the airport. So I'm kind of. That was kind of you. That was good. No, no. It's well, you know, that was that was my gift. <laughs> but it's because his family person drove me to the airport one morning. Uh, yes, so you owe I them. Thought, yeah, but um, but it is funny when you have to argue with somebody that you can drive them, and they're like, "No, I can, I can take Uber," and it's like, "No, no, I can drive you." No, no, I can take Uber, and it's like, "Oh, do you not want to be in the same car with me in the morning?" Is that so? Morning breath. Yeah. Anyways, what are you guys? What are you all drinking? I am drinking a poinsettia, which I'm almost done with my second one, which is and what's that? It's uh, pomegranate juice, vanilla vodka, although I used whipped vodka because that's what I had, um, a little bit of ginger ale, and then you top it with champagne. Oh, wow. It's pretty good. I, I like that's to do, some good stuff, Jennifer. I like to do cocktails. So I, we have cocktails. Like we, as for our Patreon, we like give people printable cocktail cards. So oh. like I have to keep drinking cocktails. So we have recipes. <laughs> I, I'm not She's convinced. For I'm not convinced, Kimberly. That like went right over my guilt meter. <laughs> I, it doesn't correlate. I'm sorry. You'll have to use a better example. But um, tell me, because I can't drink vodka because it makes me emotional as compared to like everything else in the world. <laughs> um, but I blame it all on that. But uh, what's whipped vodka? It tastes like whipped cream. Oh, so. So when okay. Jennifer was here over the summer, I made something called Drunkaroos, which I still have some in my freezer. And every once in a while, I just go and stick a spoonful, like a spoon in that and eat it like it's ice cream. Um, so it's like the like Dunkaroos from the 90s, which were like the, the 
cookies that you could dip into frosting in the little packs that people would put in their lunch bags. And so it mm. tastes like those. And it's like pudding and vodka and cake mix. And and I used this whipped vodka for it. And it's, they're so good. Like they're dangerous. <laughs> I wish I had filmed Jennifer eating one for the first time. Cause it was like, cause she was very skeptical. Yeah. And then she was like, Oh, those are good. That's dangerous. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it that was does sound yummy. It did get a little dangerous. It did. It did. I um was gonna ha- I'm gonna have a nineties themed birthday party, but I think we're gonna do a half birthday next summer. But I was like, we're making drunkaroos for it. Like that is the that plan. Okay, your nineties party. What does yes. that look like? I don't know yet. So I don't really know. Uh hopefully some like vibrant colors, some Lisa Frankness, some 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 chokers i don't know remember those stupid like they're back and you remember mm-hmm. butterfly clips yes. yes yes like shit like that that's all i know we might not follow butterfly oh they're, they're these butterfly? little tiny clips like like you know like the banana clips or the big clips you use for your hair oh, it's like yeah. the tiny tiny ones that would, and people would do like like they do tiny little twists and then they would put a butterfly <laughs> clip on it and they looked like little butterflies and they were tiny they were like the size of a dime or something like that or maybe a nickel so i'm guessing neither one of you were the butterfly clip gay i think i had butterfly clips yeah, i will be honest i'm pretty too. certain i did everyone did you couldn't get away from them well and there were also these what i thought you were talking about when you were talking oh, okay. about the butterfly clips were the 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 clips with butterflies That's on I mean. them oh no yes. but bigger ones oh, that, would flap, that would flap yes. like had butterfly wings on springs yes on the clip so then they would uh, look like they were fluttering i yeah. forgot about those oh my god <laughs> oh my yes. god did Hair i like anyway. them too yeah, like like you do twist and you have those fun hair sticks. I went through oh, that yeah. phase for sure. Oh my god, I had a pipe cleaners in my hair one summer. What? <laughs> Please cleaner. elaborate. I came back from. I was. I think I was in Spain for the summer, and they were all hip. And so I came back and I had pipe cleaners in my hair. So you would take like your ponytail and you'd wrap like fun different okay, color yeah. pipe cleaners. And I remember the girls at school making fun of me, and I was just oh, like, no. oh. oh, yeah, it was fine. It built a lot of resilient skills. <laughs> Character building. <laughs> Character building. You know, and uh, I didn't get it the worst. So I was always like, hey, there's always somebody worse off. But I just thought, like, first of all, I didn't like them to begin with, but my mother's like, oh, they're very fashionable. You got to wear them. <laughs> and then I was like, ah, another, I think that was the last time I listened to her. I was like, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> you have no idea about the teenage preteen world. So you just like back off. <laughs> like, no advice from you, mother. <laughs> so, but, oh my gosh. I remember how everybody used to do everything. Like everybody would try to do the same thing. Yes. And yeah. it just never looked the same. I always thought that was funny. Like if you if everybody tried to wear the same like outfit, it would just like or like those clips, like somebody, you know, didn't have the same clips as everybody right, else. Right. Mm-hmm. I know. Imagine if we did that in the grown up world. Well, I had pretend hammer pants when I was Oh. They were just oversized pants that I called hammer pants. <laughs> and they <laughs> And they were pink. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. 
And I wore them several times to, to school. This is Did you school. like have a an announcement that was like Jennifer? I'm Jennifer, and I'm I wearing the dance. pants. I would do the dance. <laughs> I want you to be telling. Like, I want that to not be a joke. Please tell me that really happened. It's not a joke. Yes! It's true. I'm so that sorry. Would do the dance. I feel like you probably got me in front of too for that. Uh, people were avoiding me. They didn't really make fun of me. They just kind of avoided me. But the thing is, you know, if only you had known back then the power of saying, I'm in theater. You right. know? Like, and everyone's so like, oh, yeah. like now everybody sees like, oh, I'm in the Christ for Life Club. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, like if only we had been given that like choice, like, you know, oh, that's funny. <laughs> Shut up for hammer pants. Yeah. You should do a baton. I'm going to get you a baton for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's me twirling it. Oh my gosh. It's all in the wrist. It's all in the wrist. Yeah. I'm not really spinning it. It's the wrist. It is. So yeah. funny enough, I had a baton when I was like 14. <laughs> and I have no idea how I got it. My sister asked me that the other day. She's like, how is it if you weren't a cheerleader and you weren't in any parades? How the hell did you get a baton? And I was like, I have no idea. Those were a 90s sport. It like, was no, a, I had yeah. one too. Like, and yeah. I didn't do any of that. Like, or well, the I could people do that the, me. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was I it. It was like a 90s myself. toy people <laughs> bought for their children. And it's basically ah. a big fucking metal stick with yes. things on the end that would make it be less dangerous and like you could just wail on each other with them really the rubber ends yes yeah the those rubber ends. rubber ends did shit they were mm. it was just so you didn't put dents in the wall right because that's more important yeah. than your little sister's head yeah 100 don't hit the wall but yes. ah, that must hurt <laughs> yeah. i forgot that those were a thing that people used to play with like hula hoops you get you would have hula yes. hoops and batons in the same household always. You oh couldn't my God, have that's one the other. And slime. For some reason, I also had slime. Slime is still a thing, though. No, okay. Like, but I had slime. Or resurgence, maybe. Oh, and one time my friend and I were playing baseball with the slime. I had this little ruler, and I had a very small room, and so it got stuck. But I had the kind of wall that is like has the. The stuff that sticks out of it. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was so terrified that my mother, I wasn't going to be able to get it all off before she <laughs> figured it out. So, ugh, <sighs> so slime. All right. What so, you're going to have batons for everyone. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. That, that'll be their, their uh, take home gift, their favor for the my scene party. The single ladies jump rope. The thing oh, that you put that? On, your, on your ankle. Oh, and then you skip it. it. Oh we should do that did you just while call we're it talking. a single ladies <laughs> jump rope that's like a single ladies killer that's what that is you wipe yourself out nobody comes to see you and you're like laying on the sidewalk for days with a head wound <laughs> oh that's crazy yeah oh. I didn't I didn't go for that at all. Oh, I loved my skip it. And it would count for you how many times you could do it in a row. Had a little tracker. Oh, my God. I totally yeah. missed. I just had a Walkman. Uh -huh. That's it. 
That was big. The big the Walkman. That's yeah. big. The big clunky. Yeah. And then it was like you couldn't run anywhere with it because yeah. <laughs> skip. <laughs> oh. I mean, so they're like, they had, oh. they advertised stabilizers in them, but mm-hmm. they never actually worked. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Yep. I even had the tape, like a tape deck one too. That's nice. so funny. <laughs> See, there's oh. the intergeneration. The nineties. I'm gonna I'm gonna look for a picture of me in the nineties and send it to you, Kimberly. Please, yes, I would love that. <laughs> I don't think you can really tell the difference. I hope. <laughs> <sighs> All I right, know. do we wanna uh, Yeah, let's let's yes. attack these questions. Perfect. Anna, we're gonna have you on for all three of them. We usually do like one and then have our guests join after that one, but we've got you here for all three, so be ready. I don't know if you've seen the third the first one. Or if Jennifer sent you just the last I two? I sent them all. I okay, perfect. So you've seen she them. sent me all, but um, I have to take a quick break. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Right, I actually kind right of have to pee, so I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you think I was doing? Oh, I thought you were <laughs> just, just like, I don't want to say the word pee on the podcast, <laughs> and I will take that fall for you. Right, I'll be right back. Edit this. <laughs> it all gets edited. All right. I'll be right back, too, right. I guess. Bye. Bye. All right, I got my questions. Do you okay. all have these right. in order? Yep, yeah, so okay. I'll read the first one, Jennifer will read the second one, and you'll read the third. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you don't want to read, and then one of us will read it for you. Oh, my God. The third is just awesome. Oh, it's also <laughs> very short for you. You don't have to read a paragraph and a half. <laughs> I know, but it took me to realize that he just they just misspelled was it? Um, Jennifer signed. was supposed to edit it. Oh, well, it's, isn't that singed in the Yes, doghouse? Jennifer did that. He oh. they did it. <laughs> I thought, oh, is that, is that like a new, is that a new code? <laughs> like, that's it. When my, when my spouse gets home, I'm going to be like, you're singed in the doghouse, sucker. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. You ready, Anna? Can you handle this? You ready? I, I'm ready. All right. I am a new teacher at my school. There is an 80-year-old lady who makes copies for the teachers. She is phenomenal at her job. She has been at the school for a very long time. The only problem is that she is racist. She only talks to the white teachers. This is a known, unspoken fact at the school. I am Asian. When I enter her room to drop off my copies, I thank her and I leave. That is the only thing I ever say to her. This past week, my department chair, sort of like my boss, called me. My chair told me to not talk to the old lady unless I am spoken to first, and also not to make eye contact with her. I am mad and sad at that request. Should the chair even have brought this to my attention? I didn't do anything wrong by thanking her when I see her. Should I stay at the school or should I leave? I don't want to fight with an 80-year-old woman. Am I wrong for feeling angry? Signed, Taking Down Granny. Take her down. Take her down! Cut her. Cut her good. Maybe I don't know. that far. <laughs> I don't know. I feel she needs to, like, drag Granny into a closet and be like, why the fuck are you still working at 80? Mm-hmm. And how does the copy machine work? And why <laughs> is that your only job? That's the only right. thing you do for this school. You're paid to make copies. But 
I don't know about you all, but like I've worked in offices since like 1984 and I still don't know how a copy machine works. (laughs) (laughs) How does an 80, I just, I'm just like 80. I mean, here's my other thought too, is that maybe the woman, the copy lady is like 60, you know, which would make more sense about the, the, her, her attitude, but it just, I feel like 60 and 80, and I don't think the age really matters here other than there's like an older woman that is like stuck in this, it is okay to be racist in the workplace oh, environment, wow. yeah, which is but not I right. <laughs> but that's why I don't think she's 80. I mean, I think that's the other thing too. We always think people very, very old are racist, but it's like, right? It it goes all, all ages. Yeah, it's all ages. But, yeah. Yes. But yeah, I mean, oof, I don't know. I'm, I can only hope she works at a private school and there's no union because that just sounds like such a good union grievance to me. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Like wow. HR, what is a school's HR? I don't know, but like take this bitch down. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the other funny part is that the sentence that says this past week, my department chair parentheses, for some reason I inserted I, so I read, I sort of like my boss. <laughs> So oh, called got me. It, got it. And then I was like, how do you like somebody who would say that to you? <laughs> I would think that was okay. Like, oh man. my gosh. Oh my gosh. I just, it like blows my mind, frankly, like that in this day mm-hmm. and age, yep. that not only is this accepted from this employee, this blatant racism, mm-hmm. it's, like people are perpetuating it in the like environment for her. All I can, I'm like, this is opening them up to such a lawsuit. Please just like get a lawyer and sue the fucking school. Sue everybody. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus Christ. Come on. <laughs> like you, you can sue everyone. Your boss told you not to make eye contact with her. What you is can she? Sue them. Please do. Is the old lady like that three-headed dog from Harry Potter? Like, don't look at it. Don't look at it. But you know what, Kimberly? I've worked with people like that. And it's oh. just so – she who should not be named. Like, when I one of my jobs when I first got here, she used to make me sharpen her pencils because that was the kind of control she could have Were over me. Were you her me. assistant? No, I didn't even, I was in her department, but it was just kind of like a control thing. What? And, yeah, that's all. And I didn't know, I mean, it took me a week before I was like, yeah, no. But I was like, wow, somebody gave you the power to treat somebody else's way. And it's not racism, but it was just like, there is, there is this other part too, where we, where we don't call people on their stuff in the workplace. So yeah. Yeah. And that's really bothersome. So, I think she does have to pick a fight with with the eighty year old woman. I think she does. She just does. She's like, no, this is not how I'm going to be treated. Yeah. I'm going to say hello. I'm going to say mm-hmm. thank you. I'm going to make eye contact with you, and just make her uncomfortable. It's time for Granny to be uncomfortable. I I also instead feel of her like, making everybody else uncomfortable. Like I want you to pick a fight with your chairhead. Uh, yeah. How dare oh, well. he think that's appropriate? Like. I'm sorry. Like, do that thing where you don't, like, you know that way you're supposed to, like, hang I'm never good at this in the moment, but, like, you're, 
when someone tells like a racist joke or or a sexist joke and you're supposed to be like please explain mm-hmm. it to me i don't understand it and yeah. you have to make it like break it down like i just like like you could use something like that here like don't make her eye- make eye contact mm-hmm. with me excuse me like can you explain that further for me like i i don't understand why that would be that would be something in my job description is to not make eye contact with her i know like, mm-hmm. And that people don't hear themselves like somebody in leadership. I mean, it's also education. It's like you're in education and you still talk to an employee this way. Yeah. And what does this 80 year old woman have over you? I mean, is she like, she, is she like the boss of what's his name? 007. Judy Dench. Is Is she like Judy Dench? I mean, you know, or is it, you know, the other thing too, is it nepotism? I mean, she's somebody's mom or grandmother or like who, mm-hmm. like who cares? You don't talk to people that way. It's just. You treat them that way. Yeah. Oh, and not gross. make eye contact with her. How dare you? I'm so offended for this person. Like. It's a, it's wrong on so many levels. Is it like racism because she's, you know, towards being Asian or is it because she's a man or a woman or it's just, oof. It's just. Yeah. Someone like this that is, shouldn't be working there, frankly. No, I know. Get her fired. Needs, well, Still not just her fired. Right. But the other thing it brings up, like, does she need to stay in and fight this fight or does she just need to like find her place in the world? You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because it's not her job to teach them how to be anti-racist either. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind being the person fighting sometimes, you know, for everybody else. No, right. I think we have to sometimes step up, but. But it's easier when it's not really affecting me. And I'm like, I can step in and do something versus something that I'm dealing, having to deal with on an everyday basis. Because it's harder. And it's easy to think that you would react this way. But when it's not something you're like in the everyday of mm. and it's not like a normal thing you're having to deal with so like i think a lot of people would be like you should say something like we've been like take it to you know like but at the same time we're not the ones dealing with it and we're not the ones that have had to deal with uh perpetual racism mm-hmm. directed at us and especially within the last few, like year or so where there have been so much violence directed at asian individuals mm-hmm. and asian mm-hmm. americans so it's really easy from outside to be like this is what you should do Oh, really, yeah. you need to do what makes you feel safe, and res- and and if you that means you have to leave to find respect mm-hmm. someplace else, then that's totally acceptable. But yeah. I'm infuriated for you. Yeah, no, we could be. We need to know about these incidents that go on. I think people need to talk to each other more. I suggest. I what? suggest she um, put googly eyes on lots of different things and then just like on a piece of paper she can just hold it up and then walk in and then like or you know lots of different things she brings them all in and then all the eyes are staring at this old lady that's my strange solution i think she should stare like, at me now bitch <laughs> go 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 i think I think what she could do is take the photocopier representative out for drinks at Apple P, get them really, really drunk, and then change the contract so the next day they deliver a brand new photocopy <laughs> that the old bitch doesn't know how to work. Yes. 
That's how that works. Yeah. That's I'm, how you get them. I'm all for contacting yep. your local news crew. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they would think this is important enough to do a story on, but I feel like just like, well, look at this racism that's happening in your children's school that is not mm-hmm. only being put up with, but being endorsed by school leadership. Endorsed. I feel like as a parent, I would want to know that about my children's school. Yeah. Uh, did we stop doing Oh. What? Nothing. Gas today. Like, anyway. Um, I feel like it's not, oh, I just feel like if I touch something, it happens. So. Yeah. Because it's always about me and my mischief aura and how shit happens. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Next yeah. question. Next question. Yeah. Let's do the next oh, question. Do it. Zoom through. It's a work day. Yeah. Tomorrow is a work day. <laughs> Chase already is like, what are we doing for dinner? I'm like, fuck, I don't know. I've planned every dinner for the last week and a half. Or suggested it. I'm done. You figure yeah. something out for yeah. us. Yeah. You can make dinner. You make dinner or pick up takeout. I don't care. Yeah, well, that's the new version of... That's fine by me. The, the spouses, I'm going to make dinner. It's like, oh, really? What do you make? Oh, I'm driving by to get a burrito. <laughs> that's fine. Okay, Yesterday, fine. I was like on my run because I was running later. And so I like ran three miles. And on my way home, mm. I was like on my cold down walk. And I was like, all I want is chicken wings. And he, Chase got home and he goes, what do you want for dinner? I was like, let's get wings from Wingstop. And he's like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. I was like, yeah. <laughs> that was my dinner last night. That's all I wanted after my run. Oh, let's have a female positivity moment here. I'm just emulating practices that our listeners can take with them when they're at home and be like, I'm really, that's really awesome, Kimberly. You went on a super long run. Like, you need to be applauded. And thank you. Thank you. And we need to talk about your health routine because I haven't seen you in like, you know, since pre COVID, right? So, how's that? How's that going? So I, there. I but it really it. was about chicken wings. Which it's really what it was. That's all I, I wanted. Can't, I can't right applaud because chicken wings freak me out. What? Sorry. I think chicken oh, they, wings should be their own food group. I love no, chicken wings. I could no, eat them literally every day of my life. They freak me out. How it's is like that possible? little what? legs. Like you're basically eating furs, feathers, skin, and like a little piece of muscle. Sorry, it's just like, the weirdest um, thing. I think wh- it's just what so weird. What eating that have fur and feathers on them? I'm too. sorry, feather. It's just like you it's can still- taste that there used to be a hole where the feather was in the skin. When you when you make a roast chicken, do you not eat the skin? No, that, that I all don't eat. Fe- you don't eat the skin. The skin is the most delicious part of every. Foul. That's Every what Hannibal bird. Lecter said, too. Thank you. I didn't want to say it and ruin it for her because she's a lot younger than me. So I didn't want to be like, oh, no, I'm the one that ruined chicken skin for Kimberly you in her 30s. You can't. <laughs> you can't ruin uh, chicken or turkey skin for me. We like we have pictures like family pictures like my mom's sister and I would go in while my aunt was carving the turkey. We eat all the turkey skin because that's what we were as people because it's the best part. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You, I can't lean into that. I've never that. met anyone that wasn't a vegetarian that didn't like chicken wings. Oh, it just freaks me out. It's like frog legs. Those are also delicious. No, they're just 
There's a bunch of chickens running around in heaven without their legs. Their wings. Wait, wait, by that? But, but like, <laughs> legs or wings? I get confused. Now I'm just like envisioning oh, ghost leg, chickens. Chicken with, wings, okay. I'm envisioning ghost chickens that died and every piece of them was eaten. But the only thing that they come out in the oh. spirit world without is their wings. Oh, we ate their there... legs and their thought. We don't just kill a chicken and just take the wings. Catastrophe. Wait, wait. It's not yeah. a certain Marcus kind of chicken is... that's breeded just for its wings. I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> sure we eat <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I don't... Doesn't the rest go in like dog food if it's bred that way? Like. <laughs> I have You're no idea it. now, but I don't care. But now I need to know at the same time. But I'm afraid <laughs> to touch my like, computer. Wait, is there a chicken? That <laughs> just has giant like, chicken wing farm well, somewhere. Chicken wing. But also <laughs> the idea, like that, we would just like throw out everything else with that wing, <laughs> and then they would reincarnate with, with as chickens without wings. Like, yeah, chicken wing chickens. <laughs> commercial break no this is staying in frankly (laughs) um what chickens are used for chicken wings that's a stupid answer that's not an answer what is it it says you might think you only get two wing pieces per chicken when in fact there are four well no fucking kidding they each have a little flat and a drumette and they have two of them Anyway, okay, um, that I didn't know what <laughs> I didn't know chickens had more than two wings. Well, they have two wings, but they have two parts of them. I'm gonna probably freak you out more by comparing this, but it's like this part of the arm is okay. the drumette, and this part is the flat with the two bones, and then there's the little tip that would probably be like a hand if they had hands. So I'm sorry <laughs> that I just conceptualized that on a human body and probably freaked you out a little bit more about it, but. Just like every arm has three parts. Two pieces. Yes. Okay. Um, Wait, okay. so they still physically only have two wings. It's just two pieces there's that are There's two four. pieces of the wing. Yeah. So okay. there's four there's parts. Four. That's why you get the ones that have the two bones. Those are the flats. I've worked at a B-dubs for a while. Um, and then you have the other one that looks like a mini drumstick. Those are That's two parts of the same wing. I like the flat. Chase likes the drumette. <laughs> So it's a good it's a good partnership for us. Um, okay, let's see, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna look Drumette, here. Drumette, drumette. No, you have to realize I grew up with an aunt that used to eat chicken, like the chicken claw. She'd okay. just come out of the chicken. She'd just like yeah. pull one out of the stew and just like start chewing on it. Um, so that I'm okay with. It's these that really the wings that I'm really just, freak me like, out. I'm like never then this this is a shitty website it's not giving me the wings we eat do not yeah. come from baby chickens they come from adult chickens who cannot fly well first of all all chickens can't fly that is part of being a chicken and they're definitely too big to envision off a little chicky chick that's this big oh so obviously God. we're not eating baby chicken i don't understand i'm like it sounds like when they used to like throw women into the river with a stone tied to their feet and be like, well, if you sink, you're a witch. If you don't, you're like, oh, let's throw no, this chicken up float. in the air. If yeah. it doesn't fly, then it's chicken wings and other assorted chicken products, right? Like right. chickens who don't fly. 
That's so bizarre. I mean, all chickens don't fly. Right. I mean, maybe wild chickens can, but we've bred them (laughs) for eating, so they probably have, like, bigger chicken breasts and bigger chicken thighs, and their little wings can't carry them. Okay. I just saw something that gave me a specific, like, here we go. Again, the idea that someone thought baby chick wings are what we were eating is blowing my mind as well. Because someone was like, are we eating baby chick wings? And then someone goes, baby (laughs) chick wings are about one and a half inches long. So, no. (laughs) The wings you get in the grocery store or restaurant in the USA are mostly from Cornish cross chickens that have been selectively bred to mature much faster than normal chickens. So, no, they're the same types of chickens we buy every time we go to the store. It's just the wings are separated. According to this Quora post. Wait, but you said they were Cornish. Yeah. So they're a cross between a Cornish hen and a chicken then. They're not pure chickens. At four weeks, they are marketed as Cornish game hen- hens. Right. At six weeks, they're marketed marketed as fryers. And at eight to nine weeks, as roasters. They're the same chicken. They're just different age groups. What? Chickens that are not commercial meat birds or wow. laying hens mature at five to six months. But these ones Cornish were hen. Yeah. I thought like a Cornish hen was a small chicken that ran around Cornwall I, I in guess, England. Yeah, I kind of thought that too, frankly. Like, but it's but not. Maybe it's, it's just, just a like younger a, chicken. Oh my god! It's like veal to beef. Oh my no, god! No, that's a I'm gonna one. have to. That's, that's actually to, not a good comparison because no. because veal is a baby cow versus yes. a mid-range cow. Wow, I had no idea that Cornish had. Wow, see, now I'm going to have to get off and go think about it. I'm going to have to go for a drive (laughs) or sit in the car in the driveway (laughs) with the heat on and think about. I have no idea. See, we're so duped by the food industry. I just can't get over you being like, I don't like chicken wings. I mean, they each their own, but I love them. I don't like chicken wings. It's weird. And I don't eat lobster. Okay, you know what? I went to Boston a couple weeks ago, and every time I see a lobster roll in a menu, I buy one, including when I was in Boston. And honestly, like, not, like, they're fine. It's fine. But I prefer crab, I think is what it is. Like, it's like, it's okay. But Yeah, I just, I don't know. They just mate for life and the idea that we eat them. Like, that's okay. the food for the most romantic day of the year. You eat the animal that mates for life. Like That's one why of the... you eat both. That's why you eat both. <sighs> That's why you eat both. No, I, I can't. I just I... can't do it. And then they're in those tanks and I'm like, ugh. Like I don't go and look at my cow before I, you know, well, I don't eat beef. But okay, my chicken with its wings. It's, <laughs> it's not a baby chicken. What status it is. Um, you know, I don't want to go see my chicken before it ends up on my plate. And it's just like, why do they do that with fish and lobsters? And like, I don't want to see the lobster like trying to trying to be like, oh, man, don't make eye contact. (laughs) 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 Maybe the old ladies, I mean, besides being racist, but she's senile and she thinks the teacher is like a big lobster and she's like, don't make eye contact. That's the nicest interpretation I can think of for it. So, okay. I think that's it. All right. Uh, Jennifer, you want to read that question? Yeah, let's go. 
I'm female and 22 years old and need some advice. I still live with my very controlling and strict parents who flip if I don't follow their blueprint. I heard that solo traveling is great for building self-confidence and getting to know yourself. So for the end of the month, I've booked a plane ticket to fly to Greece for seven days. The only problem is my parents are heavily against it, and I've been anxiously debating whether or not to cancel the holiday ever since. They say I'm wasting my money, that I'm being selfish for going alone, and that I keep disappointing them. It got to the point where they were where they threatened to kick me out of the house if I go. I avoid conflict at any cost, even that of at my own at the cost of my own happiness. When my parents disapprove, I always pull back. I've done so my whole life and ended up depressed and unhappy, regretting not taking a chance. But not this time. I really want to go and see what's out there. I told them how I'd stay safe, but they still won't budge. I'm honestly so scared to fly anyways, but I know I need it. I'm so used to my life in my little box that anything regarding freedom almost scares me. Signed, Flight Risk. Jen, that's a good, a good name. Thank you. Um, Anna, what are your thoughts before I spout off? <laughs> oh my gosh. I just, well, first of all, 22 and going to Greece. I mean, it's just like, wow, you really like stretched yourself. Like, yeah. I mean, go to Chicago, New York City, <laughs> but yeah, Greece for, and seven days. So she might I mean, be European. That's true. Yeah. She did call it a holiday, which makes me think oh, maybe that's UK. True. Oh yeah. So the thing, so then it's very normal then, because European, mm-hmm. like especially that age group, they travel. But I don't know. I would have done like a plan, like I'm going to stay at a hostel, I'm going to do some tours, but but it's just wow, the parents, the parent thing. It's almost like. She has to do it. If yeah. she doesn't do it, it's 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 just the rest of her life. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm getting so emotional. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, I agree because I'm just like you're a grown ass adult. Ugh. No matter where you are, you are a grown adult, and frankly, if you let your parents take this from you, you will mm-hmm. never feel like an adult for the rest of your life. You won't be able to it, like. Like, you're 22 years old. Go travel. Do it. Tell your parents to fuck off and go on a trip. Sorry, Chase just got home, so. Do you think that maybe she's also using her parents as, like, the fault for her lack of, like, decision-making? And, um, yeah, I just just think, like, you can only play – you know, I think there's a certain point where you can't blame your parents anymore for -hmm. your own, like, shortcomings or – mishaps or well maybe she really is scared of getting kicked out well i can't imagine that people these parents who are so helicopter parents are going to kick her out no it sounds very manipulative doesn't it and why why is she disappointing them why is she being self i like that i'm being selfish for going alone is that because your mother wants to go with you? Like, <laughs> like, well, then tell them to buy a ticket. I mean, you know, and I'm wasting my money. Well, then she obviously has money right. that is not theirs. Because usually that would sound like, you know, we're not giving you money for this trip or something. But she's like that they say I'm wasting my money. So she obviously mm-hmm. 
has some independence, but like she should probably go to therapy. Drink. <laughs> drink. Yes. Drink. To help become an independent single singular person. It doesn't matter what your parents think anymore. You're an adult. Move out of their house, frankly. Stop running every choice by them mm-hmm. and go on your trip. Mm-hmm. And get therapy to give you the support you need to be able to do that and the belief in yourself to be able to do it. Yeah. But for right now, just go on your trip. Yes. Do the other <laughs> stuff when you trip. get back. Yeah. yeah. Just go on yeah. your trip. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, and seven days is really not that long. It's not. No. It's really not because you'll have, you know, jet lag for two days out of that. So you got to break it down. So, <laughs> I mean, I think that the other point is that I think she's going to go have fun and she knows she's going to go have fun. And I think she feels some guilt about that. Like I'm doing this and they're not part of my happiness because she does say, you know, I avoid conflict at any cost, even that of my own ha- un- own unhappiness. So, so it's almost like they all have to be disagreeable together. But, but she's got like a sunny disposition, and her name is like, you know, like I don't know, Hannah or one of those happy sunny names, you know, and she's just like, I'm going to break out of it. She probably took a psychology class in college and she's like, like yeah, personality. And she maybe did one session of therapy or, you know, it's just, there's a lot of therapy words in here. Like I'm trying to work through it. And you know, there's all these charts that the therapist wants me to identify and, (laughs) Yeah, you you're know. right. Follow their blueprint and yeah, things like that. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I like the threatened to kick me out of the house. It's Take like, them well, up on their bluff. <laughs> they're not your parents. If they're going to kick you out of the house, then they're not parents. Then they're just landlords. Yeah. So. Maybe they're looking for, maybe they're like, you're 22 years old. Mm-hmm. You should be moved out by now. Yeah. And they're using it as an excuse. Exactly. They're disappointed. I know, well. That's mean. Don't put that on your kids. She keeps disappointing them. I don't know. I mean, any 22-year-old who can make a plan to go somewhere that they're nervous about going to, how is that disappointing? Right. You should be proud of that. You should be proud of her for basing her, like, you know, doing something out of her comfort zone. Yeah, Uh. we're sending her on a guilt trip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So much guilt. It's a guilt trip. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about guilt. It's all about, yeah, lack of freedom. And guilt is about control, frankly. Oh, yeah. It is totally. I mean, that's how the Catholic Church. Yes. 1000%. Guilt is about control? Mm. I would say so, yeah. Of course it is, right? <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, and manipulation. But it is right. I like that word better. Yeah, yeah. So, oh my gosh, I feel for her. I hope she goes. Me yeah, too. Do you have any? Do you have any um, advice for advice? her? Yeah. Oh, any advice? Yeah. She's going to Greece. Let's say I'm she's so- European. Yeah, I mean, she probably, seven days sounds like it's a tour. Mm. And she says that, you know, I've booked a plane ticket. And she says she knows how to keep herself safe, but 
Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go by yourself, you know, stay in hostels because there's always a group environment and they do tours and it's usually younger people. And I don't know why she's so anxious about, I don't know, it just seems very odd that you would book a flight by yourself and then be really afraid to fly. But I think she can do it. Just don't drink a lot of cocktails on the flight over <laughs> unless enough. you're an ex- unless you're experienced like me and you just need to like block people out. So, <laughs> but I think she'll be fine. She just needs to do it. Yeah. The first Her time is always the hardest. Out. So, yeah, but yeah. she's good and just yeah. pack just some fun. Mm-hmm. Pack some ad libs. Mad libs. Ad, mad libs. Ad libs. Ad libs. Yeah, Jennifer, oh. I did hours of research. To I know. Have I see topics that you have a to lot talk of notes about. on there. I have a lot of notes, but but that's just how I am. I just have to write notes. It's like my little protection. <laughs> you know. Other people have strong sense of being. I just need all my little pieces of paper with random thoughts written. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. <laughs> So, um, all right, let's all get right. to last question. We're in the we're in the yeah. home stretch here. Yeah. All right, here we yeah. go. Is it okay to dump a girlfriend because she's not cool with my dog living inside my house? Like what the fuck? This dog is my total bro. He deserves to be inside the house as much as anybody. Singed in the dog count. <laughs> not King She printed it out though. She's a princess. Oh, no. I didn't correct it. I thought singing in the doghouse was like a new thing. Like, you know, it's singing in the doghouse, like, woo, woo, my girlfriend's gone. It's not singed in the doghouse. Oh so my god. I know how I feel about this type of situation. How do you two feel about this type of situation? I think he should keep the dog and the lady outside. So keep, wait, keep the dog outside and the lady outside? Yeah. Somebody's got to take care of the dog when it's outside. So (laughs) the lady can take care of the dog when it's outside. Okay. And then she can only come in when the dog comes in. Okay, fair. Yeah. So then she starts to understand. Yeah. Like she would have her own, her own door. (laughs) Yes, there's a dog door. There's a girlfriend door. (laughs) If you get bigger than the door, it's like it's over. If you get, you know, the door doesn't work for you. If your collar doesn't work, then we're out. We're done. That's how we gauge. I broke up with somebody years and years ago in college because they were wearing acid wash jeans. And I was like, that's it. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, that's it. It's not the... I found out you were cheating on me. No, it's the jeans. You showed up in those jeans were over. Yeah, look, I was just telling my friend today about this guy that I met when I was lived in Chicago and uh, we had a great night together and we talked and we had a similar taste in books and things like that. And then he gave me a ride home and he wore shorts and socks that went all the way up his calves like a grandpa. And he called me again. <laughs> And I did not answer the phone when he called me just because of those socks. So I have not continued relationships for much lower priority things than my pet that I chose to take care of for the rest of my life. So, oh yeah. my gosh. I just wonder, is this really, I was just thinking, is this really a relationship? I mean, how did you get this far? 
Yeah. Right? Or she doesn't like your dog. I mean, I just maybe that's also a control issue. Maybe she's trying to I see how much control she can exert. Yeah. On I don't like. I think you should break up with her. Yeah. Oh, I don't like. I don't like this kind of behavior at all. Mm-mm. I so it just like, makes us look bad. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like we're not. I'm not like that. Right. It makes no. human beings as a as a yeah. collective look bad. Yes. Right. But it's a girlfriend trope. It's like the girlfriend comes okay. over and she wants me to change my life and. Yeah. So I so it's know just this so old. In reality, it like a good friend of my mother's who is like who had like two kids with this guy. She's like she loved him. They're not married yet. He didn't want to get married. She dealt with that. She um but they moved in together and he made her get rid of her pets. She couldn't bring her dog. Like her brother took her dog and things like that. And I was like I hmm. would I wouldn't do that. And my mm-hmm. dad was like my parents were like, "Really?" Like yeah, no, fuck, no. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they're my pets. Like, I I took the responsibility for them. Like, that is something I signed on for when I adopted them or bought them or however I got you got your pets. Like, you made that choice and you committed to it for their lifetime. I'm not, if, if you're like, I don't like pets, like, you're not the right person for me. If you're like, your pets cannot come into my house because you're, I'm afraid you're going to, they're going to get mud on my couch. Because I'm pretty sure that was like part of it. Like I'm pretty sure she used the words that they were. He was afraid they were going to. He was. They were going to mess up his furniture. Then we obviously have very different priorities, and I don't need to be in a long term relationship with you. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Goodbye. Like I don't no. know. Yeah. No. I was I... really bummed when I found out she got rid of her pets and disappointed mm. in her as a person. Frankly, I agree. I, I mean, why? Listen. Why is that one? Like, why did she bend to that one? What else did she bend to that she right? shouldn't have, you know? I don't know. But I think I think everybody, you know, in relationships, even friendships and family, like we all have this, this stuff that we're okay, you know, we're not right. okay with, but we take on. Yeah. But, yeah. But I, if I, they were like, get rid of your dogs, I'd be like, well, I'm just going to mm-hmm. get rid of you instead. Thank you. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. they're, they're, I took responsibility for them and I, I'm going to take that that seriously right but it's like because society makes us think we have to be in a relationship like Mm -hmm. if you were so you're at a you meet people and you're like oh yeah i was with this guy and everything was great but you know he wouldn't let me he wouldn't let my pets move in so i broke it off and people will be like what like why would you break it off he had a job and you know he was good to your kids and it's like yeah but if you're animals are part of your life then they're yeah. part of you that's yeah. a good point like you get like both sides of it something you care about somebody else doesn't care about really so it's like the furniture is more important so yeah it's sure. a tough I one like it. i don't like it there's a lot of people who won't who don't take pets so that's, that's true that is a very that's a value system here that i'm just like this is my these are my values and i'm gonna keep this like mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it, but you're right. There are plenty of other people that be like, get rid of it for a long-term relationship. Like it seems reasonable, but it's not like this person has like an allergy or a medical condition. No. I understand that one more. I mm-hmm. also would understand if your dog were like biting your, was biting your girlfriend regularly and she couldn't live there. And like, I would get that if it was a behavioral mm-hmm. issue, but it doesn't sound like that. No. So well, it sounds her. like, 
Yeah, I mean the the dog is his total bro. I don't know. <laughs> total bro. That's a little too much. Line. Like you know what? It just you know that's it's your dog. Oh, so if you all like to context this, I accidentally because you know me and my TV watching. It's like really bad, but um, I don't really watch TV. But when I do, I it sounds like I always watch TV because I watch enough strange things to have conversations. <laughs> but I stumbled on um, it's not Peekaboo Street. It's the other downhill skier, Olympic skier, Lindsay. I think her name is. And this totally is cracking me up that I know some. I thought you meant Peekaboo Street, like. Like Sesame Street. No, she's the downhill skier. So my my background is showing the downhill skier. I can mention two of them. Um, but anyway, she started the show. It's like the amazing race, but it's people with their dogs. Oh, I, I'm so down for this right now. Like, it's called, oh, what's it called? But it's... It's really, you have to watch it, the opening, because okay. the opening is, I feel like it's a combo of Best in Show and RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yes, that sounds amazing. But it's dog people. So I it's like it. you, me, and Jennifer are on the show, and we're going to compete with our lazy ass dogs. <laughs> yeah. And then there's everybody else whose dog like makes their bed and gets them beer. You know, it's just Come like on, I wish my dog could do that. Yes, <laughs> I love it. I'm and they're like, up. and they're these people are super intense, and they're like, you know, of course they're pretty fit. And then you know, like a couple of them are pretty dense, you know. And you're like, well, but they have a great dog, you know, and the dog's smarter than Is they it are. Is called the pack? Yes. <laughs> I literally Googled amazing race with dogs. And the first thing that popped up was watch um, Amazon release unleashes the pack trailer. The pack. But oh my gosh, but it's just like, so the woman who, can I say it? Who lost the first round? Yeah, but go ahead. I don't it's know. Lindsay Vaughn okay. is the host. Yeah, but, Lindsay Vaughn, um, right. Go ahead, because I'm going to, well, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to watch it, but I'll be no, okay. No, no, it's like, not. Actually, I'm not going to talk about her. I'm going to talk about somebody else who had a chihuahua. And, like, everybody else has, like, these, like, Australian shepherds. And I think there was, like, a giant poodle. And she has a freaking chihuahua. And she's like, we're going to compete with everybody else and I'm like listen I'm at home and I'm listening to my dog snore and I know enough not to compete with you know it's like if I competed with crazy Sophie the 21 year old three plus pound cat like we're gonna do this Sophie we're gonna win best in show for the great gardens the great garden section scratching the floor she's like yes I'm all in on it I know and you know what's back is the Wuthering Heights screech where's after you feed her she does the like it's like Wuthering Heights it's like Heathcliff Why are there green flakes in my chopped turkey? I don't want those field greens. I'm a carnivore, damn it. I know. Well, the funny thing is, you don't know this about me, Kimberly, but I am obsessed with not being served lettuce. So I have like as a garnish? No, just as 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 like it's not salad. That's oh. for rabbits. 
I would like some field greens. So it. It, So like, you're not like into iceberg kind of thing. No, no. I just, okay. I don't understand why as a grown up, I'm still being served lettuce. Like I have a full-time job. I have a life of my own. I want some real like greens. Right. But anyways, it made me laugh. Father. It made me laugh because the cat has field greens in her cat food. And I will go to a good restaurant and still be served lettuce. So I'm just going to bring my field greens frisky can with me and be like, I want some I'm of this. good. <laughs> <laughs> I brought my own greens. <laughs> um, so, Anna, what is your biggest piece of, a, of life advice? Is it to bring a, a thing of cat food and uh, to a restaurant so you get your greens? Or we, we've been trying to ask our guests what their biggest piece of advice is. So what is yours? Mine is, oof, let's see. I think... You should always bring a bag. So like a plastic bag with like an umbrella in it or like a prop. Like you always have to have your props. Like a plastic bag if you're like Jennifer who doesn't carry a purse. Like you and me, Kimberly, like a bag full of stuff because it's very, it's very good. It provides like a, a distant, you know, it's always something to do. And then if you're ignored, you can still look like you're an interesting enough person. You got your bag, <laughs> you know, you got like, bring your own coffee, no matter where you go, because you never know what it's going to look like out there. <laughs> Definitely Fair. bring Fair your own coffee. And um, I don't know, I just think, you know, everybody's interesting. So there's always somebody you can talk to. I think that's, like we need that. to talk to each other more, like have more real conversations. So I but agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, but I just know in all my travels, I learned to bring my own coffee, especially if you're meeting your new partner's family, just like, just start strong, you know, listen, I need a fucking cup of coffee in the morning and this is what I drink. Cause you know what? That's how it's going to be. If you don't set your precedence, so yeah. <laughs> so be strong. But what about you, Jennifer? What's your advice for the week? Because we're heading into a tough week. Uh, make sure to hydrate. Make sure to hydrate. That's it. Just make sure to hydrate. <laughs> and mine for the week, which this is coming out on Thursday, so it's a ah. little bit late for my advice, but it's outsource and make it a fucking potluck. A potluck. I know. Yeah. I love potlucks. Yeah. Make a sign, a sign out those side dishes. Yeah. And the thing <laughs> is, you don't even have to because you know what the thing about potlucks are is you really get to know people without anything. Like, yeah, it's not, like a, it's you know, a family it, recipe. You like, it's, yeah, you get to see a special thing that they That's like. My they make. Part. Maybe they're chips and dip person. Like, yeah. It's, or maybe like, mushrooms and asparagus you know or a bag of chips <laughs> uh -huh. I, yeah, I don't dip. want to assign it out i want to say bring mm -hmm. whatever you want and so yeah. then i can see is there something that's special to you on this holiday please bring that yeah, that's right. what i want and then the people that start getting anxious about it and start calling and texting about like what should i bring who's bringing what like you know that you don't want to be sitting next to them so that's a check <laughs> because Jesus, they're I've been just high that. maintenance yeah i've been dealing with that quite a bit lately where i'm like it's a potluck and they're like yeah. well what are you bringing it doesn't matter you don't need to plan around it that's the point of a potluck bring whatever the fuck you want 
Yeah. Make what you, you want to bring and bring it. That's the point of a potluck. Please stop asking me to plan it. That is why I made it a potluck. <laughs> right. Bring what you want to eat, not yes. what you think somebody else does. Because those 100%. all those dishes always fail. Because you're like, ooh, everybody will love this, you know, quinoa strange recipe I found. <laughs> and there you are at the end of the day going, oh, nobody ate my salad. <laughs> and I didn't like it either. I know. I don't even like this shit. Bring something was, you like to eat. So if yes. everyone else brings something you hate, you have something to eat. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Thank you so much for listening to Inebriated Input. I'm Kim. And I'm Jennifer. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review us so other people can find us. If you didn't, then bugger off. JK, we like constructive feedback. Feel free to tell us. (laughs) And please, 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 please send us your questions at inebriated.input at gmail.com. We can't make the podcast without your questions, and we promise that we will keep your name out of it. (laughs) Okay. You can also submit questions and learn more at inebriatedinput.com. If you want, you can also sponsor us on Patreon, where we have cool swag as thank yous. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.